To defeat an enemy, you must know them. Not just their battle tactics, but their history, philosophy, art. To the Chase Ascendancy Podcast. Alrighty, well. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to... The Chase Ascendancy. Episode 74. Hello, everyone. I felt good about that one. That one felt good. That was a good one. Uh, so we're in episode 74, and we're going to jump right quick first into some news. A uh, couple of cool things that have come up. Uh, today's focus is going to be uh, Project War Mantle. It's all I can think about. And uh, and so probably, I don't know, where do you guys rank this this week's um, episode of The Bad Batch? on a, on a, Well, let's rank it on a scale of 1 to 10, and also... Where do you rank it within what we've gotten so far? Are you starting? Okay, I'll go first. I can start. I don't care. All right, go for it. I'll start. Uh, I'll give it... I got to hold on to that 10 with a vice grip. I'm going to give it like a nine and a half. I really, really enjoyed it. Okay. And I think... It's my second favorite only because it didn't have my boy Cad Bane in it. Okay, that's fair. And I do love Cad Bane. But I did like that the good guys didn't win. I, I like that there was a little bit of mystique. I like that I miss story arcs going past one episode. I miss that. So um, to get something that's going to be a little bit to be continued and a little bit of homage to um, some of the art troopers and the, you know, the TK troopers being the new Mark. I think that's all very, very cool stuff. Yeah, definitely. Adam, what are your thoughts? Um, I definitely give it a, let's give it a hard nine. <laughs> I think that, uh, that it was, it was good all around. I think it was, it was, uh, I liked all the action. I thought it was great. Um, it'd probably be my second favorite one. I liked the, the one where Omega got her, her bow. I thought that was an interesting episode. Um, but no, all around, I loved it. I thought it was great. Sick. All right. Um, let's see here. I guess I'll take a, uh, I'll give it a nine and a half just because maybe we can go back in a couple of weeks and, and hand out tens where they're due, but, uh, but you know, we might see something really wild. I don't want to give a 10 and the next week is a real, is like better. And I'm like, okay, I guess this is a 10, 10. Um, so I'll yeah. give it that nine and a half. Comma adventures um, of. What's that? You said a ten ten, and I said comma adventures of. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that old Dewey decibel system. Um, so I would say that yeah, this is a nine and a half. But I would say it's probably my favorite episode. Um, so we'll get into the nitty gritty of why in a few minutes. But uh, I guess nitty-gritty. the uh, you know obviously the Republic Commandos is a huge thing, and we'll kind of break down everything uh, as we go. So news, a couple of things, um, something that's like just released today. Um, we're recording on Tuesday, August the 3rd. So um, just today, uh, this is from StarWars.com. I'm reading it. says, prepare yourself for uh, haunted happenings and Lego Star Wars terrifying tales. Today, Disney Plus debuted key art. Um, it's cool. It's, uh, it's a headstone. That's got the Imperial uh, Signet, and it says Rest in Pieces, and it looks like it's a Darth Vader hand coming out of the ground with a red lightsaber. Um, so that's the key art, oh, yeah, obviously. Seen um, the all-new animated special, so it's a little movie, um, continues the rich legacy of collaboration between Lucasfilm and Lego Group and is a seasonal celebration of the villainous dark side of the Star Wars galaxy just in time for Halloween. Uh, so just in time for the rainy season, just in time for the rainy season. Uh, so that's fun. And, uh, what are y'all's thoughts? Are you looking forward to it? I know that we're still delayed a little bit on, um, the Lego star Wars complete saga game, which is really sad. Uh, cause obviously Lego star Wars has some of the best content, uh, that we've had from especially the video, video game side of things. 
So what are you guys thinking about this upcoming project? Uh, Lego can do no wrong, honestly. Uh, Agree. They've got the Midas touch when it comes to Star Wars content. I really enjoy the stuff that they do. Um, I'm ready to be the most furious I've ever been in my life again when I try and rebeat the <laughs> pod race level for episode one. But, uh, oh my God. you know, I'm ready to get hurt yeah. again. Yeah. Uh, I agree. I mean, uh, I mean, I played uh, Lego Lord of the Rings and uh, a couple of the other ones. I, uh, again, they can't do any wrong. Their, their games are great. Got a lot of content. They, you know, you can play for hours. So it's all around good stuff. Yeah, it's yeah, very it's cool. cool. I love, I love um, the Lego, Lego humor, humor as well. well. So yeah, yeah definitely. Uh, I know they redid the holiday special uh, for Christmas time, and there was a ton of humor in there. And I think that what's fun about Lego humor is, um, you know, there there are jokes you can make in the movies, and you're like, come on, that's like that's Earth humor. Um, that you you want to keep Star Wars in Star Wars land. Uh, but for Lego, mm-hmm. they because of the the magic of it being you know Lego and kids for kids, but lo- adults love it and stuff. It's just such a good mix of things that I think uh, they can make some of those jokes, um, and you don't have to worry about it, and it just feels natural. So I'm excited. Um, I'm excited to see what they do. Is it going to be like a bunch of short stories or whatever? Obviously, it's not a game, but it's just so be fun to watch. Um, and then the next bit of news, um, been out for a little bit, but we haven't really touched on it, is uh, uh, I want to say, let me look it up for sure, um, but uh, Disney Gallery, uh, this is the behind the scenes um, for The Mandalorian and things like that, and we're getting a new one, uh, which is uh, for the season two finale. And so it's basically obviously focusing on Luke Skywalker, but there's also, there's one picture in particular um, that made its way around the internet. That's um, Mark Hamill on the set. And he's the one holding uh, Grogu and that's coming out August 25th. So very, very interesting stuff. I'm excited. Um, I'm excited to see what's going on with that. And um, I rewatched. It was funny because um, Dad hadn't seen uh, that part of The Mandalorian yet, Samuel. But you know that he doesn't really yeah, care about spoilers and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, so it was cool because I showed him and he was like, oh, wow. He was very interested in it. And then he, was, he called me two or three times today because he was um, – he went back and re-wa- was rewatching it and he had questions about – um, like what was going on or things like that. So that's pretty cool. That is really cool. Yeah. I, uh, do you think that they're giving us a gallery on Luke from the finale? Do you think that means they're going to expand on that story a little bit more in season three, or do you think they're doing it because they plan to not expand on it? Um, man, that's hard to say. Uh, I would say that it's probably, it's probably, Hmm. I would say it's just partially because Disney is so good at having things for um, for different seasons of, of life. So you get the bad batch that in two weeks, like this week and next week, that's then that's it. Like that's the only bad batch we're getting for this season. You know what I mean? So it's like it's it's not like uh, it's not like we're gonna get more. Um, in the next little bit, like there's, that's, that's all we get for this. I don't know for how long and and it hasn't confirmed. There hasn't been a confirmed, uh, renewal for season two. So you're looking at the end of bad batch, um, this Friday, two weeks already. Can you believe that? Yeah. This Friday will be the sixth. And then next Friday uh, would be the 13th, I believe. And then, um, you'll have the 20th after that. And then, you know, a couple of days later. So I think that what they're trying to do is they're trying to keep us occupied and happy with what's going on. They don't want there to be a lag. Um, because what they can do is they'll do the gallery on the 25th and that may be a one-off like for the Mandalorian season two. I think there was one, maybe two episodes versus eight for season one. So they'll have a couple of episodes. I assume it's just going to be one, but maybe there's two 
And so that's going to be August and September. And then August 1st, the dropping the Lego uh, Halloween collaboration. And then by then you can have trailers for Book of Boba Fett. And so that's going to hold us off till December. So my guess is it's not really hyping us up for season three. I don't know. It could be that they do uh, a fun little speculation could be that they do the gallery and focus on getting Mark back on set and the magic of having the original Luke Skywalker there and all that. And maybe towards the end, they kind of hint towards something. What do, what do y'all think? I think they'll hint towards uh, Luke in season three. Do you think Luke's in season three? Do you think that poster has anything to do with the future of the Mandalorian or do you think that's just product? Like what are, you, what are your thoughts on that? I think just because I don't, it would be hard for them to call the show the Mandalorian and then, you know, the, it not be about the Mandalorian anymore. Um, so for, I mean, that's just kind of the reason I keep coming back to that, you know, they will probably focus on the Luke tangent a little bit less, but I think they also recognize the importance that that has for everybody, you know, like how much weight that caused or that carried when Luke was on the screen. You know what I mean? Like that was crazy. Like I got crazy emotional. Um, and I don't think they're going to leave that behind very easily. I don't think they're just going to let that be a a one-time thing and, and never explore that anymore. Um, so I, I, I'm going to err on the side of it's going to be a little bit less emphasized moving forward. Um, because we've got a lot of things to unpack for Mando's story, just Mando now. You know what I mean? Just the the type of influence that he has right now and the type of power that he's somehow accrued. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. So, yeah. What do you think, Adam? I think. Yeah, yeah I was, I was going to mention that uh, I think that they're going to push more of the focus towards the Mandalorian and his uh, and his reach for uh, for his power. I mean, he's he's the man right now. Um, I do feel like they're going to tie in Grogu somewhere. Just because I think they, they, he's had such a following, he's you know such a big thing, you know a big part of the Mandalorian. I, they're going to tie him back in somehow, um, and then the whole Luke thing. I don't, I don't even know, I don't even know where they would go with that. But I, I just think by association, I think that that uh, that that Luke would be tied back in as well. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I know, it's, interesting. it's interesting. I want to know if um, I'm very curious to find out if. Man, the Grogu is such a big deal. Like, I don't see a world where they don't keep him, you know, around or in the loop. But at the same time, it's it's kind of like what y'all were saying. If Luke stays there, if Luke stays around, then it becomes the Luke show. Like that was always J.J. Abrams' big, big scare, scare was, was. Yeah, it shifts the focus for sure. Yeah. yeah. Especially with how big of an entrance he had. So that's one thing that is concerning to me. Um, Adam, I'm going to text you this picture. um, And I don't know how easy it is to put this up there since we're still working on all this stuff. But this is a picture of... um, Obviously, you have the the fake Luke Skywalker. Which one other thing that was cool was that... I know we talked about this before, but the guy that... um, the guy that did the deep fake of Luke right after the Mandalorian dropped and was like, Hey guys, we can do better. And did the deep fake on YouTube of Mark Hamill's face on that actor. Uh, ILM Lucasfilm hired that guy. So like, I know it's, it's like a, Oh, that's neat. But I'm seeing like deeper into it. Like that is cool. What are you going to do with that? Like what's your, you know, is it is it for Luke and Mando season three? Is it for Luke and his own show? Is it, um, uh, you know, what is it? I think that it can't be it can't be a Snoke and Kylo Ren series and Luke makes an appearance because Luke would already look like Mark Hamill looks now. There would be no need for the deep fake. So he either um, he either is going to be working if he's working there and it's on Star Wars stuff. Like I said before, I think it's either Mark Hamill or. Um, like we said again, we could we could be looking at Tarkin for the for the Cassian series. So that would be super yeah, interesting. I, I would love all that. Um, I'm just excited to see what happens when it happens. You know. Yeah. Here's a picture of uh, if you zoom in there a little bit, uh, you've got Mark Hamill there holding. It was just I, like I said, I rewatched it again last night, and of course, it made me emotional the day watching it um, when it first came out. But then to look back and watch it again 
and be seeing, oh, dang, that was Mark Hamill really holding Grogu. I don't know, that maybe just a, an extra layer of emotional. Uh, I thought that was really neat. Um, yeah, that's really cool. But, but I don't know. They, they, they deserve their own show, I guess. <laughs> you know? But who knows? There's so There's many so things right in the pipeline. I'd love to see it. Um, so, I guess that kind of, that's most of the news, uh, not necessarily a slow week, but uh, not a ton of stuff. So, I wanted to know, um, Samuel, do you want to walk us through kind of your viewing experience of Bad Batch Friday and uh, kind of what your thoughts were, and we'll just kind of chime in? Yeah, I mean, I can I can definitely do that. Um, man, it was so cool. Uh, there's just so much really to unpack, I guess, from start to finish. It was weird that. Do you guys think that they left Wrecker behind with Omega because he was like the one person that by himself could protect her pretty well? Or do you think they left him with her because he was the least essential to the stealth mission? I think it's. it's- he can, he can protect, protect her, her and, and he's, he's probably, probably the, the most, most if you have if to you leave have one, one person, person to guard the ship, ship he can probably he can take the take most the damage, damage and keep fighting. Mm-hmm. Um, and then on top of that, he's way too loud for a uh, seek and destroy. Yeah. I would have said that he's a little bit of both. I mean, he's, you know, he's that, that clumsy fool, but he's strong as an ox, you know, but, you know, again, like you said, still be able to take care of her same time. Yeah. I thought that was interesting. Um, I thought it was funny when he said, you know, it was up for debate or not, whether or not we came, this isn't, you know, that she didn't have a choice. She was going back to the ship. Um, I think the part I get the most caught up on one is kind of finally seeing the team lose, you know what I mean? That they come up and they give it their best and it's not good enough. Um, I think that's a little bit of the transition between, that the Republic is kind of falling apart and now the empire is starting to solidify that, you know, things were kind of scrambly and they're trying to figure things out. And so they're exploiting weaknesses in the systems, but now the empire is kind of figuring out what they're doing. You know what I mean? I think it's really cool to kind of see that, that even the best that they offer isn't good enough anymore. Um, and I was also obviously geeking out about the, the clone commando, uh, action. It was just freaking sick. Cause I mean, you hear about them and you even see them, in some of the Clone Wars episodes, like I think the that Scorch came up in that episode where Savage is being introduced, and you kind of see that they have the the Delta Squad and they're um, like they're sent where everybody else died, you know what I mean? So there's something special about them, but you never really get to see them in action. So to see that actually happen and to see uh, that Commander take like freaking five stunners before he finally went down, that was freaking sick. Yeah. So you're like, man, are they just tough as nails or do they have like improved armor? Is it both? Um, and to see, you know, like young Gregor and how he's kind of already cracking at the seams, but still important to what's going on. I don't know. There was just a lot of stuff that I really, really enjoyed. Yeah. I thought that it was, uh, I thought that the whole episode was really good. Um, you know, being a clone commando, like nerd, like loving the video game back in the day. Um, you know, I'm in, obviously, I'm on Instagram with multiple, I help run our account. I've got my FedVentures photography account. Even my personal account follows a ton of Star Wars stuff. I'm in multiple groups on Facebook. So, in some people, they'll be, you know, I'm moving on from all my old Legends paperback books, and I'm just going to focus on Canon hardbacks, you know, like stuff people switch, you know, uh, collections all the time. And anytime, mm-hmm. like, I own all the Republic Commando novels, no problem. Uh, but anytime I see him, I'll be like, so what's up with the, uh, Republic commando paperbacks you got there? I just, that that's one of my favorite series. Um, Karen Travis, probably up until the John Favreau, Dave Filoni team up for the Mandalorian, Karen Travis did more with the clone commando novels for Mandalorian society than anybody had ever done in the star Wars universe. And so to see some of, excuse me, to see some of those characters on screen, was so cool. And, uh, and it was kind of a cool personal moment for me too, because, uh, having been in the fight for action figures since I was six years old, 
um, I there was one Christmas, maybe 2005, something like that. I found. Um, I'll see if I can find the picture, and I'll text it to you, Adam. Um, but I remember um, wanting this Republic Commando Scorch action figure for the longest, and I could never ever find it. And I remember. Um, like searching, I remember before it was even uh, like before I knew about hunting. Like, hey, go to Target on this day. Like, they open at eight a.m. Before all that stuff was going on that that adults are doing today. It's not even for kids anymore. It's it's, it's people my age and older. Um, but before that was even a thing, I remember every time we would go to uh, specifically Target because they had a better Star Wars figure selection than um, than Walmart typically. I would go. And I would check the toy section, and all I wanted in the entire world was Republic Commando Scorch. That's the freaking toy that I wanted all the time. And um, here, I'll, let's see. I'll email this to you. Um, but I just remember I got it for Christmas in, like, I don't know what year it was, 2005 maybe. And I was so freaking hyped. I could not believe it. And Mom had came through and got on eBay before we knew what eBay and Amazon was. We thought everything was a scam. Um, and so she came through with the commando scorch. So it was just cool. Also, like, I love all of them, like, uh, Sev, boss, all those guys fixer. But the fact that it was, um, specifically, uh, scorch was just an, an extra cool thing for me. And then same, we haven't even started to unpack the Kamen Owen side of things. What's going on with Admiral Rampart and the Kamen Owens and they are getting phased out hard. Yeah, there, that wasn't even like that wasn't even a graceful exit. Do we think uh, the big bad got killed? Like that's definitely what they insinuated, right? Oh, dude, for for sure. What's his name again? Uh, Prime Minister. I keep wanting to say Ornfried Todd, but I know that that's the freaking fat tweet. Like, no, no, um, Prime Minister. This is such and such Prime Minister of Camino. I could have told you if I wasn't trying to think of it. Um, yeah, I'm in the same boat here. Prime Minister <laughs> of Camino. Lama Sue. <laughs> Lama Sue. Yeah, but there's me, dude. That was, I was so hyped. So freaking hyped. I still have that toy somewhere. Um, I believe it. But look how cool it is. If you zoom in, he's got his freaking DC-17. <laughs> That was my oh, only thing I didn't, thing I didn't like, like was that he had a regular gun this episode. Um, you know, not everything can be perfect. I know, I know. Um, but, dude, so to have, you have the new TK Troopers who have that very, like, Nazi, you know, the rich coming down in the back. It's a cool mixture of kind of like the Third Reich. And, uh, but, but even the, the third Reich had kind of bled into some of Ralph McQuarrie's concept art for stormtroopers, because of course, I don't know if everybody knows this, but if you're, if you're not like a history buff or whatever, um, the third, the, the, the term stormtrooper is, was something that people called Nazi ground troops. They were stormtroopers. They were coming in and they just take over things. So Star Wars stormtroopers, you already knew going into it. Oh, these are guys are kind of a reference to, you know, Nazi Germany. Um, so to have them with the drop down helmet was super cool. Um, and Dude, those uh, transition sets of armor, freaking sick. Yeah, what did you think about them? Did you like the the phase zero? I liked them. I thought they were reminiscent of like uh, a scorch trooper almost. Yeah, they had um, a very um, force unleashed feel to them. Like huh? al- almost like. Uh, the helmet that the snipers wear in Battlefront 2, 2005. Hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. They had the the things. I'm trying the to flanges. think. The flanges. The, uh... The, uh, jowls, if you will. The, um, are you talking about Imperials? I like them. Yeah. No, I'm talking about the, the clone sniper had the the thing. Man, in my mind, my, my brain is tired, and all I can think of is, um... The chain gun? No, all I can think of is scout troopers as snipers. Oh, uh, okay. Bummer. I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think. I'm doing some research right now. Um, clone sniper. Star Wars. Battlefront 2. 2005. The better one. <laughs> oh, the airborne look? 
Uh, yeah, kind of. Well, that's what this. That's yeah, that's a good way to say that. The that's what the the ones that are on uh, Utapau with Commander Cody when they're waiting for the they waiters on Obi Wan not to kill all the droids. <laughs> yeah, yeah, those are cool. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah I see what you're saying. Um, and then it's it's crazy though because I know okay I know that it's a couple of things that are adding up for me a little bit towards this um, finale though okay so um, ultimately I would love for Crosshair to die as a bad guy just because um, do I want him to die no he's clearly the coolest member of the Bad Batch as soon as he turned bad I was like I I suddenly I appreciate this guy. Because when he was part of the team, but he was just a douche, I was like, okay, somebody get this guy a freaking Snickers and let him take a nap. This guy's a Here's, guy's here's a the douche. part that makes me interesting now is that I liked him even then. So, Yeah, I'm I mean, he was... You could he, say, you know, it's just like... Before it was mainstream or whatever. Yeah. You know. Star Wars hipsters. <laughs> uh, but the thing is, he's such a... Uh, you know, he's such a no-nonsense, like, good soldiers follow orders. Like, let's just see how things go. Um, just do what you're supposed to do. But, but part of that is his, um, it's his natural, like not pessimism, but it's that natural, like, we're just going to do what we have to do. Why are you questioning the order? That sort of thing. Stoicism is what you're looking for. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. He's so stoic. And I think some of that stoicism, um, it's making me wonder if, yes, we're going to follow orders, but, now the Kaminoans are out of the picture, so they can't ramp up his ship more than it's already ramped up right now. He's just seen Hauser be willing to lay down his life for the good of this is, yes, we follow orders, but this is not what we signed up for. This We're not being soldiers. We're, we're, we're imprisoning the people we fought to free. Like, I think Hauser had a big impact on, on Crosshair, and it makes me wonder... When when Crosshair says, I was hoping for the whole team, but you'll do fine, is it a negative? Or is he almost reluctantly, not because he's wrong, but because the game is different than it was when he was allegiant, you know, at first to the Empire? Like, they're getting phased out. Like, you can see firsthand on the planet that they're on, you have the commandos, and there's no regs there. There's no reg clones. There's no nothing. It's you have elite commandos. And they're training people to be their replacements. And Crosshair has to see the writing on the wall, right? So not just because he misses the team or, sorry, guys, I was wrong. I think out of self-preservation from that kind of that selfish, stoic, you know, side of him that's like, well, I'm not going to get put to death. Like, is he going to turn just because he wants to survive? Do you think that's a thing? Or do you think he just sticks to his guns until he dies? I think maybe you're reading into what you want to happen a little bit much. I don't think Hauser had impact on him at all because immediately after that whole thing happened, he asked for permission to hunt down his team. Um, and as far as the Kaminoans not being able to manipulate his ship anymore, they kept the one Kaminoan scientist who would still know how to operate all those things. So they still kind of have somebody who's familiar with the genetics enough to manipulate him to keep him under control. Yeah, but two things. Um, one... The Kaminoans, they're only going to do what they think is going to is going to benefit them. And so now they know that they're out of the picture. There's no reason for her to help at all. I would say not dying is a pretty big benefit. Yeah, but I'm saying, like, if there's a way that they can pull one over on everybody, that's what they're going to do. I just, uh, I don't see. I mean, yes and no, because they're still going to have, like, the threat of killing Omega to hold over her head. She's got, like, very prominent weaknesses. Um, but they. I don't think. I don't think financial well-being is in the picture anymore. I think it's just survival. Yeah. Uh, I don't think the, the Empire the Empire doesn't know about Omega at this point. They don't understand that she that she's special to the clone the 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 Kaminoan scientist. You don't think Crosshair knows? Um I don't think Crosshair has shared that information. I don't know. I think, Crosshair, yeah, I, I still think there's enough for, I don't, I don't think Crosshair is going to turn good. I think he's going to die bad. I think there's a chance that too. I'm just saying, I don't think he's as loyal to the, he's not loyal to the empire. Um, maybe to the degree, like 
I can see a world where I'm completely wrong, but I can also see a world where can I hunt down my team and it's like, yes, absolutely. And that's Rampart being afraid and Crosshair is playing chess and Rampart's playing checkers and Crosshair is trying to get in touch with them and go, like I said, it's not, I don't, maybe he has a change of heart, but maybe it, it's him realizing I'm getting the short end of the stick here. You know what I mean? Hmm. I don't know. I think more, I think if we had anybody that was going to be doing that, I think it would be the commandos more. And I think, um, I think Gregor's going to be obviously the exception to that. Cause he's always an oddball and they, you know, have to have him exist as he is because they have to fit him into rebels. Um, but I think ideologically, if anybody's going to deviate based on that information, it would be the commandos more than crosshair. Cause crosshair's got kind of a sweet gig right now. Uh, yeah. I mean, he's already working with people that aren't clones. That was like his first assignment was to have this new elite team. That's not clones. So I don't think that's news for him. Um, I think he's just got this allegiant part of him that I think it might even like play into his defect somehow. You know what I mean? That he, um, that that fits more into his personality than individuality ever would. I kind of read it in that it was going to be, um, that crosshair was, was was where he's at is where he's going to stay until he dies. Uh, unless he has (laughs) something drastic happen with, uh, with Hunter there in the prison. Um, I, I think that that's where he's going to be. That's just my opinion. Yeah, I, I think that there's a really good chance that's the case. Um, you know, part of the reason that I had that question is there's this moment. I'm, I'm telling y'all, there's this moment. I'm just, I have a feeling, and I could, I'm okay with being wrong. But there's a moment when Hauser's talking that Crosshair has a certain look to him where he's like, he's, he's, not, just, he's not just like, okay, we'll kill this guy. He's, he's listening. Like he is, there's, he's, something's getting through to him. And maybe it's the fact that it's someone that's also a commander or a captain or whatever Hauser was. That's not just, um, maybe it's seeing another clone trooper who was following orders, didn't question it, was obedient the same way that he was, and is now having questions. You see what I'm saying? Like, I guess that's my thought. Um, that's my whole thought in it, but, uh, we'll see. We'll see. I think it's, I think it's another thing I had was well, if they've got to get a gang together, I can, I see, can see this episode, episode being, um, let's get a crew together to save Hunter. Hunter. And, then and then the finale, finale being, being either getting him down or he dies. I did say I thought Hunter die. was going to die before season one is over. Um, but imagine a world where they either go and fetch. Or also, also someone who's someone questioning authority, or maybe is already in prison, is Wolf, because those three have to be together by rebels. Interesting. Hmm. Perhaps. Yeah, I. Um, I mean, it, it's really not. There's no way to know for sure. But yeah, I think that I think Crosshair is going to die. The villain. Um, I think maybe they might, you know, do the the dark thing, and we don't see the Bad Batch anywhere in Rebels, obviously, because they didn't exist by the time Rebels kind of got up to where it is. Um, But I think they might just all kind of... I think they might all just kind of disappear. Dang, you think they might kill them? I mean, it's a distinct possibility, right? God. Okay, well, there's got to be... They have to have a plan for... Omega, though. Right? Either that or she also dies, and they're like, that was the last. That was the Omega. Oh, my God. I mean, it could happen, right? What like, you- they could just kill them all and be like, "That's." it would be symbolic, the end of the, the era of the clones. Where do you think, Adam? I mean, there's... I don't know. There's There's so many different ways I could go. Um... One of the one of the things that I I had kind of thought was um, was well I, I I don't know I don't know I don't know I, I guess one of the things that I had thought was uh, like with Rex and all them that they just kind of go into hiding I mean do do these guys eventually just dissolve as a group and they just go into hiding individually or 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 what But then you threw in Omega yeah what's she gonna do I mean 
There's, there's got to be some it would kind be of easiest for her to him. disappear. Sure, right? Sure. Yeah, I think it. Would, you know, she could vanish more easily. She's got no age acceleration. Um, I mean, she could just be like Lady Boba Fett from here on out if she wanted to. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's hard for me but to envision a world where it doesn't become say, some sort of like uh, re- rebellion and like an important person in the rebellion. Like they make yeah. her somebody, you know what I mean? Like they turn her into a, a character that we're like, oh my God. Yeah, yeah, I'm with you. I'm with you. She's Princess Leia. She's the, She's the new Princess Leia. <laughs> you didn't know this, but Mon Mothma is Omega. Basically, yeah. Um, she is both a child and a grown woman all at, all at once. Hmm. What if she what shows if she up shows in the Book of Boba Fett? Fett? That's just something I keep thinking about. Because, I don't yeah, know. It'd be interesting. The way that they're tying all these new shows together with characters mentioned here and there, I would not be surprised at all. I watched that. That's exactly what I'm saying. I think that, and Boba's the kind of guy that like, he doesn't, it's not, she's not family to him. He doesn't really care, but if she gets in his way, he'd kill her without hesitation, even though they have the exact same DNA chain code. It's just like one of those things. What if she kills Sabine? Hey, hey, I'm down for it. <laughs> <laughs> You know what would be interesting? It would be interesting if maybe she's not in Book of Boba Fett, but maybe she makes maybe. Okay, we've always said Din Djarin's next quest has to be to liberate slash rebuild Mandalore from out out from under Imperial remnant forces. Bo-Katan's weak; she can't do the job. She was never cut out for it. We know how we all feel about Bo-Katan, uh, but by we, I mean me. Um, I think that it would be interesting. <laughs> what? And hear me out. What if the Bad Batch um, ends up on Mandalore with Omega, and and they're in Mandalorian season three, not Book of Boba Fett? Run that by me one more time. Okay. So you have Boba Fett, right? Fan favorite since mm-hmm. day one. You have Omega, who's a who's a ten year old girl. Also fan favorite since day one. Yeah. So here's the problem. You can't have them face off because if Boba Fett mm-hmm. kills a young girl. Godzilla versus Kong, baby. That's terrible. But well, it's different. Godzilla or Kong, neither one of them is a 10-year-old girl. They're both like. Not to you, maybe. They're, they're, they're both mega powers that like one of them's got to win. My thing is. You can't pit unless Omega is in Book of Boba Fett. Obviously, she'd be you know twenty years older or whatever, but she would still be like what thirty, thirty five. Like she's still. I mean, very Boba young. Fett should only be a handful of years older than Omega at this point. I mean, in in general, neither of them have age acceleration. He should she should really only be like at top seven years younger. Yeah. How I mean, yeah. How old is Boba in Attack of the Clones? Like twelve ish. Yeah, maybe. But I mean, he's still not significantly older so than. So he's her. probably like, like Clone Wars. five years older than her. Yeah, like I'm saying, maximum seven years. Yeah. Like absolute tops. Yeah, yeah. He's forty one in the Mandalorian. In that's it? Mm-hmm. Bro, he looks rough for 41. Hey, you would too if you came oh, out of a sand, a sand chicken's butthole. <laughs> Very true. Uh, so, my thought was, because... We would have, like, a Loki situation. Hang on, I've only seen the first two episodes of Loki, so just calm down. Oh. Well, you know that one of them's female Loki, so... Yeah, that's true. That's true. Uh, my uh, thought my was... Thought was what if, what if you, can't, you have, can't have you don't want Boba and Omega to go against, against, one, against one, another. one another? I do. Well, Disney doesn't. <laughs> so, what if Omega and the Bad Batch they become a kind of a family unit, and they in the Republic Commando novels, not family unit, like they like they sleep with her. You freaking weirdo! They that's uh, not what I thought. I just didn't want them to team up. Yes, you, you prevert. Well, I looked over and you, made, you had a yucky look on your face. Because I didn't want him to team up. But what if Omega and the Bad Batch 
on Mandalore, similar to like stuff that happened in Republic Commando, where you know what this way of lifestyle being in the Republic's Grand Army, they don't have love for us. Let's let's follow this other path, which is technically by our blood. We're Mandalorians. The clones were trained in in old books by Mandalorians. They follow that vein. And maybe they're on Mandalore, and instead of seeing them in Book of Boba Fett, what if we saw them in um, Mandalorian Season 3? That's what I'm saying. Omega and the Bad Batch yeah. in Season 3 of Mandalorian. What are your thoughts? Um, I think Bad Batch is a stretch, because all the rest of the clones that we have are, like, ancient, and that's before the Battle of Yavin. Um, I don't well, Rex, think that they've officially said that Rex is on indoor, right? And but that's like one of them. He's looking a little bit worse for wear, but not terrible. And Mandalorian's only five <laughs> years after that, right? But like that's one out of uh another twenty million on the way. Yeah, I'm just saying uh, if the bad, you know what I mean? Though, yeah. like that's. It's infinitesimal, the odds of the whole Bad Batch showing up that late in the timeline. Yeah. I'm just I'm just spitballing. Yeah. I I, I don't know that that would happen. Um, if anything, I, I would wager they might make an appearance in, like, the Thrawn Ezra show. No, no, no. You keep, like, maybe. Keep all your Clone Wars stuff in its respective boxes. <laughs> they that cat was out of the bag when they put clones and rebels. No, no, no. Thrawn needs to be basically like just. Are you telling me you don't want to see a live action wrecker? Yeah, I want to see him in Mandalorian season three. I want him to get away from <laughs> Thrawn. <laughs> I think that'd be you don't awesome. want Thrawn to kill him. Yeah, Thrawn would destroy her. <laughs> <laughs> it wouldn't even be close. Oh man! Like obviously, like, obviously they're stronger, they're stronger, but you saw Thrawn against those dark troopers, right? But he's not stronger up here. I'll tell you what. <laughs> no. Oh man! Hey, did hey, you did catch, you catch? I don't know if I it was supposed, it was supposed to, to be a hard reference, but did you catch the fiddler on the roof reference that I caught, Samuel? Hmm. So, in the beginning of the episode, Rex has a mission, right? And Echo said, or not Echo, but um, Tech. Echoes, okay, Echo goes first, and Echo says, um, "We've gone on, we've gone on worse missions before. What do you think?" And Echo says, "Well, I trust Rex. So if Rex." If it's a friend of Rex's, it's a friend of mine. Or something along those lines. Maybe it's Hunter that says something like that. Well, then, uh, Record goes, he's got a point. And then Tex says, but we're running a job for Sid. And no job means no money. And no money means no food. And Record says, oh, he's got a point as well. And then Omega says, but if we don't go, you know, we've got to do the right thing. The right thing is more important than the job. And Record goes, She's also got a point. It reminded me of the beginning of Filler on the Roof where he's like... Yeah, yeah. They can't both be right. Yeah, you're also right. Yeah. Is Watto in the Fiddler on the Roof now? <laughs> yeah, he's Tevye. <laughs> I got a three dollars. I sent them to you for a pack of Doritos Locos. Laser Wolf? <laughs> Dude, imagine... Hey, I saw a uh, crossover meme where it was uh, Loki, and he's like, what was your Nexus event? And it was Watto, and he's like, I accept the Republic credits! Nice. <laughs> I thought that was really funny. That is funny. That is funny. Um, so, so, what do, what you, do guys, you guys... Do you, do you think that think Bad Batch, Batch is a one-off, one -off, or do you think it'll, think be, it'll renewed? be renewed? And, and based, based on, on your first, your first voice, voice, what do you want to see, see happening... happening? At the end, at of, the this end of this season. If it's not going to be renewed, I want everybody to die on Friday. <laughs> we've, we've got two <laughs> weeks. Wow. 
Everybody loved Rogue One, right? <laughs> oh my god. I'm going to make everyone angry and say Rogue One is not as... It's, I like Solo better than Rogue One, personally. I can agree with that. That's just so, my thought. No, um, I, I, if it doesn't get renewed, I want everybody to die. That's what I want. Maybe not Omega, because I think it would be cool for... I think she's the most plausible character to recycle in a live-action show. Agreed. Um, but I see a lot of the team dying. Who's the who's little girl from who's the new Spider-Man, Zendaya? Zendaya, Zendaya? yeah. yeah. I don't, I don't she, know could, she could be Omega. So that's all the time we've got for today. <laughs> um... <laughs> yeah, I don't know about that one. Okay, so do you renew anything happens? I don't know. That, that I don't I really, know. I don't, I can't envision much of a future beyond most of the team dying. I, I'm sure they could drag this out a lot hang on, more. Hang on, hang on, say that again. It cut out for a what? second. Oh, I just, I can't envision a few, like, the only future that I'm like, this is probably going to happen for sure, is that most of the team dies. And I I really don't see a whole lot of, uh, I mean, like, they can just be doing missions until then, kind of A-team style, but, uh, you know, all good things come to an end. Yeah, I think yeah, the same thing. Honestly, I would, ra- I would rather most of them die and we have a definite end than... Um, them going to be like, I don't know where they at, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I think they deserve a warrior's death. Who? Oof. Okay, Adam, Adam, Adam thoughts. Does it go does past, it go this, past season? this season? And if so, what do you think, what happens? Do you think happens? And if you think, if you think, this, think this is, is it, it, what do you think happens? Um, um, yes, yes, I think it'll go past this season. I think their their ratings and stuff on this show were great. Um, I don't see a world where they wouldn't continue something that's that's doing well. <clears throat> um, what do I think is going to happen? Uh, I think they continue doing missions. Um, as far as like an actual arc of where they're going to go, I have no clue. Um, that hasn't even crossed my mind. My biggest thing is is they put Omega in here for a reason, and I think that she's going to be t- – if anybody's going to be tied to any other show, it's going to be her. That's just – that's my take on it. There's the – I mean, we've already got Gregor. He's going to show up. We know Rex is going to show up. But I really um, – I don't think they're going to recycle any other characters from the show aside from Omega. Just because she's got the most years. She's got the most fan base right now. Sure. Um, I think she's got a lot of usability. Everyone she's also a, a, a strong – She's a strong female lead, which is what the world's desperate for right now. So she's got a lot of plausibility. I think I'm wrong. Am I wrong? No, you're not. I'm not wrong. I know I'm not. Wrong. More, More large, large, strong, not <laughs> smart, <laughs> glossy <laughs> males. That's what I'm rooting for. I see a world where Dwayne the Rock Johnson makes his Star Wars entrance <laughs> oh as a wrestler. Bro. I'm for that 100%. Vin Diesel. Vin Diesel or die. No, no. You know John who would play Cena. that better? Um, um, the, guy the guy that transferred over to UFC, um, Brock Lesnar. That's, that's Wrecker. That's, that's Wrecker, 100%. If Wrecker was from Nebraska. <laughs> right. Um, Cowboy Cerrone? Heck, no. Oh, come on. Too small. I think that... Um, I think yeah, I think it goes past this season, and um, but I do I do fully expect a death this this season. Um, let's be honest, Tech is like the least likely to die because he's the least likely to make you sad that he died. I know that sounds terrible. Hey, but um, take it easy. It is, it is what it is, man. You know, take it easy. Hey, right, hey, I'll what, myself. I'll show you. <laughs> what if, what uh, if uh, oh, man. I would love to see one of my favorite missions in the original Battlefront 2 is when you're Boba Fett and you're killing all the clones there trying to uprise against the Empire. It would be really dope mm. if Boba Fett came in and was like the one that just wiped out the whole team, but he didn't kill Omega because she's the only one that 
Like in his mind, he's a, he's a clone too, and he knows it. But all the alterations and all that stuff, I think that taints it for him. He's like, no, you, you don't you don't count. Like you know what I'm saying? Respect. I know it's, I know it's weird, but it's like they're more of a test tube baby than he was. If that makes sense, he's for all intents and purposes, he's in vitro fertilization versus Gattaca, Gattaca style, style, where you get to pick, pick the colors of the eyes and stuff. I wonder if he has a tinge more respect for Omega because she's the last unaltered clone, which that we know of, he's the only other one. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, I feel that. There's got to be like some sense of camaraderie. Either that or he hates her because of it. That could be fair. And let's or let's be that. honest, Boba's pretty uh, pretty grunge and broody at this point in his life. He's been hanging out with Aura Singh. Doesn't get much lower than that. Mm. Yeah, yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Um, um, I think it's going to be really good, though. I think it's going to be interesting. interesting. Um, um, I do think I do someone think has, has to die to give weight to, to the team. Um, that was one of both of our big complaints for Rebels, which I know was kind of geared towards a younger audience. Um, yeah. But when I mean, people, I get that. I still hate it. When people were dead to rights and then somehow were escaping, it was like, can you at least kill Sabine? Yeah. Like, I, I, I doesn't have to be Hera. objectively understand. I subjectively hate it. Doesn't have to doesn't be Ezra. Ezra. Doesn't have, doesn't to, be have to be Hera. Hera. Could be. I don't care. Um, but you really, you Sabine's dad could have died so easy, I know. and we wouldn't have lost a thing. And at least you would it have had, happen. at least you would have had a loss for someone on the crew, so you could at least feel something. But I think that that's why towards the end of, and the then we show, had like the whole Tigger movie moment for Zeb. <laughs> yeah. Okay, that's funny. Uh, but I think you can't just let one go towards the end when Kanan dies because you've grown attached and he's really starting to come into character. When he dies, you're like. Dang, there's some real stakes in this game. Like this isn't for yeah. sissies, and that's that's yeah, I wanna, that's I wanna, the best season of the show. We got to get some skin in the game. Yeah, definitely. Okay, uh, any closing thoughts, gentlemen? What in 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 uh, order of don't care to would be the most sad rank members of the Bad Batch if they died. From I'm gonna make this list just to spite you. So uh, are we including Omega? Including Omega. She's part of the crew now. All right. So Wrecker uh, is the least. And then. All right. Uh, so our internet cut out. And so um, with our new tech, with our new tick, um, we can't record and upload at the same time. So Samo's still uploading his portion, but he did text me his list. Um, okay. So the question was, uh, let's say that someone on the team has to die before the season's over. That's my guess is what's going to happen, right? You agree? Sure. Someone's probably going to die. So um, my question was on a scale of I could care less or could not care less. Which one is it? You know, I could not care, could less. Not care less on a scale of, I could not care less who dies or if this person dies, I wouldn't care versus could maybe cry. What's the list? Samuel sent me two lists. The first one is to spite me list. <laughs> Clearly, because it starts with my boy Wrecker. What if he dies? And they're like, you know, Wrecker, don't leave us. And he's got his bad eye. And he's like, oh, yeah. And he dies. Okay, so he says Wrecker, then Echo, then Hunter, then Omega. Then tech, then crosshair. That's his spite list. What a bum. All right. Uh, okay, here's Samuel's real list. Ready? Echo, Wrecker, Tech, Hunter, Omega, Crosshair. Crosshair is his his least want to die this this season. Um, so we'll see. I can see a world where uh, kind of like Game of Thrones, Hunter and and Crosshair kill each other and die at the same time, kind of thing. Like. Like the hound in the mountain. Um, so we'll see. Okay, go ahead and give us your list, Adam. Um, from from don't care to I would be sad. I don't care. Um, Echo and Tech both are on that that bottom list for me. I mean, they're both cool, but eh. Um, then I'd put uh, Hunter, Omega, Crosshair, and Wrecker. 
Like I'm, I, I love, I, I love, I love Crosshair's character. I think he's, he's great. I think he's, he's a complete douche, but I love him about, I love it about him. Um, but I didn't think I was going to fall in love with record, but bro, I love him. I, I do. I do like him. Yes. He's, he's one of those big, big, fully, fully just, I just idiots, but I love him strong as an ox, but just dumb as, you know, whatever. Uh, he is, he is guy, that guy that's the, that's big, the chubby big chubby lineman from Remember the, the Titans. I know, I know you want, want to leave me, <laughs> but I refuse. Dude, which yeah. have you seen, that guy, have you seen that guy lately? He's freaking He's shredded. Jacked. He turned into Wrecker. <laughs> Apparently he did. Uh, okay, here's my list. Uh, couldn't care. I mean, I mean, don't care no matter what. But here's my, but here's my list from least disappointed to most disappointed. Echo, only because, only because he's, already he's already died, died and been revived once. once. And, he's a, really and cool he's a really cool character from the Clone Wars. But I feel but like maybe they didn't, maybe they didn't realize how much tech can, can do darn near, darn near everything he can do. So, so Echo's, my Echo's my least. And uh, it would be good for him to be reunited with fives in the Force. Um... Then next is probably Tech. Um, Tech's just, he's got that robotic personality. So it's its not that I don't like him. It's just that he, because he's not emotional, he doesn't contribute emotionally. Therefore, you don't get attached emotionally. Um, and then next would be probably, probably Crosshair. I don't want to see him die. But he would be. I would be more sad if Hunter were to die. Actually, yeah. Okay. Um, so Crosshair, then Omega. She's a little kid, I guess. I um, in my world, she's not even going to make the list because they're clearly not going to kill a ten-year-old girl. So it's kind of hard for me to predict. Like, yeah. I'll be so sad because I don't see it happening. Sure. Sure. Um. So, so I would say. Hunter and then Wrecker, I would be the most sad because I'm starting to like harden my heart towards Hunter dying because I'm kind of feeling that's what's going to happen. But if Wrecker died, I would be legitimately sad. I would legitimately, I would be upset. Be upset. One of those Michael Jordan memes of you just sitting there with tears just running down your face. And then you can write in with Photoshop. Oh yeah. <laughs> or the, the tear can just be white because of his milky eye. His milky eye, yeah. Uh, but, yeah, yeah, I think that it's going to be great. I think we've got to put a crew together, and I think that maybe this episode can be like, like I said, Gregor's in on it because they helped get Gregor out, so how is he not going to turn and help them again? Rex is the one who asked him to go, so I can see him being in on the rescue mission for Hunter. Who is Hunt, Who is Rex working with? I don't know. Maybe Ahsoka. I imagine Ahsoka's probably in the mix somewhere because you have to remember by the time of Rebels, they hadn't seen each other for a really long time. But this may be the catalyst that makes them break up. They were still together at the end of Clone Wars. So we could see Ahsoka maybe for a split second. And I still wonder, will Wolf find his way into the mix? Because Wolf was one of those characters that did execute Order 66, but he's had his chip removed and is on the right side of history by rebels and him, Gregor and Rex work together. So that could be a moment where Ahsoka, Ahsoka and Rex part ways and then Rex, Gregor and Wolf go this other way and, and Ahsoka becomes fulcrum and goes the other way. So we'll see. I can see a bunch of people up. showing up um, to help Hunter. I like that train of thought though. I, I think tying everybody back into it would be a great way to, end of the season and then potentially tell us if there is going to be another season, you know? Right. It's basically going to be like Toy Story 2 where all the toys go to save Woody. Uh, so we'll see. So thank you guys for tuning in. Hey, please, uh, if you're watching on YouTube, like this video, subscribe to the channel, share with others, click the notification bell so you know when we put stuff out. Um, this new technology is allowing us to maybe do reviews and things remotely so we don't have to all be available all at the same time. 
So we'll kind of see how things go from there. Um, and remember, the force will be with you always. And if Samuel were still on this call, he would say, and remember. The only family you have here is me. We'll see you guys next week.